I'm gonna put a buzz Damn, Chris, on the internet one day A Chris said, you know, let's make a podcast, boy Come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? Sit down with a tear in his eye We got stories bad people tell each other From Luetti and Empire to the city of Mumbai Oh, you mean urban legends And the podcast was urban legends With Bill and Chris You take care, y'all Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Urbane Legends, the hit podcast about urban legends that you can hear on the internet or via your phone using also the internet. Uh, I am a small-time Irish crook, Aidan O'Betton, <laughs> and with me, as always, is 1960s German striking sensation soccer player, Tidy Flick. And he's also known in England as Mr. Neil Herbert. <laughs> oh, there you go. Did a little accent. How about that? Very good. Why did you change your name from Tidy Flick to Neil Herbert when you moved? When you moved, uh, here? just the relentless mockery and beatings <laughs> got a bit much for me. Really, even though yeah. even though you were um, four top scorer for East Germany before the re- reunion. Well, if anything, that that made it worse in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> in the UK. That, no love for. Who did you play for? Union Berlin, was it? Um, no, it's a. Can't think of any East German Berth, uh, places, can you? Bertha Cologne. <laughs> Bertha Cologne. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and um, okay, Bertha Cologne. Oh, you know, of course, um, disbanded now. Um, yes, sadly. <laughs> sadly. They live, live forever in our hearts. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can get the. Um, you can get kind of the retro shirts. Well, retro strips that sell very well on Toffs. Yeah, they're hips, you know, hipsters are really into them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like having a Preston North End 1870 T-shirt or whatever. Yes, gorgeous, isn't it? Um, so would you like to describe to the listeners uh, what kind of player you were? I was kind of like a hard-charging midfielder, very much in the vein of Ron Chopper Harris or, <laughs> uh, or one of those kind of 70s enforcers. Right, so you wouldn't say on the pitch these days? No, I'd be red card straight off. And were I'd you probably clatter into? I mean, I used to clatter into the referee, just letting know early doors <laughs> what he was barred, not, not to book you know? me. Because <laughs> yeah. I can go yeah. off the pitch, but you'll be coming off with me. That's that's you know. Yeah, I've got your kids. Yeah. Um, so and and it being it being behind the behind the um the, the cold curtain, I believe they used to call it. Um, were you on a lot of methamphetamines? I mean, if you've seen the training montages in Rocky Four, they're not they're not completely inaccurate, right? You know, there was there were there were a few, you know. Okay. I mean, these breasts aren't just because of my poor diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all the female chimp hormones that you yeah, have. It's like steroids, like a wrestler. Okay, and um, so after the fall of the the Berlin Wall, you um, moved to the moved to the west. You moved to. Slough, I believe, on the outskirts of London. Um, do you want to kind of fill us in what you've been up to? Then I'm writing. Um, I'm writing a a one pager for the Guardian. So um, yeah, just, I just need a bit more background, really. Yeah. Um, so so I did. You know, I was player manager for FC Slough for a bit. Nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, the, the br- Continental League or whatever they the bricklayers they call yeah, them. Don't the, they? Uh, 
the, the, the Ginster Slice. Um, <laughs> All right, that's that. Barry League or yeah, whatever. So the 10th tier of English football. Yes, the bottom tier. <laughs> yeah. Slower than Sunday League. Yeah. You know, you don't even have access to the FA Cup. Mm. You've got to get promoted to the uh, to the ninth tier to uh, get on to that. Yeah, you could just play in the yeah. FA Trophy. Te- technically lower than amateurs. Really? Technically yeah. lower than not playing at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Um, so, that, so, that, so, yeah... So, so you had uh, something to build on. Yeah, well, I thought, you know... Like, Unfortunately, we didn't we didn't have like a Wrexham situation where somebody came in and kind of like you tried to spirit us up with a bit of you know cash and or you know celebrity razzmatazz. I mean, I wonder if that's well they brought me in to try and you know sort of like you know bring a bit of glamour to Slough, but uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, um, <laughs> your your your, your hormone induced breasts are pretty glamorous. Well, you know. I do, I do favour a tight top. I'll say that. Use a strut up and down the touchline. Make, make the most of what, you, what with, you've got. With a low-cut what, halter. What, what God or steroids have given you. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, we've been dodgy now. I wasn't, wasn't mm. doing much. And, and of course, you know, that style of, uh, of play wasn't really was frowned on. Yes. yes. Very yeah, violent. By the 80s and 90s. So, uh, okay. yeah, so. So, so what are you up to now? Um, Just, you know, uh, middling door-to-door sales, really. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah. What kind of stuff? What kind of kit? Uh, curry cards, people <laughs> on gym offers. Um, okay. Sex toys. Sex toys. <laughs> door to door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. That's you slough. just try and you just try and gauge. Slough for you, no? you just try and get you know, slough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pampas grass growing in the uh, garden. You yeah. know, you're pulling out of the back back of the car. You know. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Clean sheets. I mean, it was a good day when you sell all three at once, Chris. That's uh, yeah. So uh, athletic, yeah. curry loving, <laughs> sex, sex, <teams>. sex maniac. <laughs> that sounds. And why, yeah. and why not? Why, why not? not? Man? Not hurting anyone. Trifecta unless they are. Get behind. Well, don't ask questions, Chris. It's not too. too you know, I will say the handcuffs are robust. That's uh, <laughs> they may be fur lines, but they are extremely. That's uh, that's the role of the local constabulary, not the door to door salesman. Fair. It's not your business. Yeah. Exactly. Handcuffs don't restrain people. People do, Chris. That's what I say. <laughs> ah, that's very good. Um, thanks, thanks very much for filling us in. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> nice to have a bit of interest after all these years. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be one of those hit things, isn't it's it? It's going right? to be a hit piece, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Assassinate my you'll, reputation. You'll be deported. Is that because of all that stuff I said on Twitter? Is that because of that manifesto I published on Instagram? It's not not related to that. So you're you're a small-time Irish crook then, apparently, Chris. Yes, journalist. Glad you're not doing the accent, because that would be a hate crime. I can do the accent if you like. No, you can't. No, let's just... Uh, I know we're both... both, uh, Of Irish descent. Anglo-Irish, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think think we're allowed to get away with the accent. Well, uh, that's the one accent that I can't do. The one, <laughs> the one which I grew up with. Have <laughs> you so doing any decent crimes recently? Just small stuff. Not, small yeah. stuff, yeah. Stuff, you know. It's a bit of side hustling. Yeah, back of a lorry, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Selling drugs and guns to kids, yeah? No, um, using guns to steal drugs from kids. Oh, right, yeah. I don't sell them to other kids. Well, at, if anything, at, at gunpoint. <laughs> Well, part part of that's actually quite altruistic, isn't it? Because you know, 
they shouldn't be doing those drugs. So you're stealing it from them. That's good. I mean, selling it back to other kids, that's maybe not so good. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's... So they'd probably do it anyway, wouldn't they? So if you're not selling it, someone else would. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's, you can always twist it to be altruistic yeah. if you're uh, Aidan O'Betton. Uh, you know, it's a free market, isn't it? You, uh, you know, you take people's wallet and go, oh, you know, if that would do. Oh, all that money! Oh no! Like I better take that because you'll you'll hurt your back carrying that yeah, on, exactly. on your way. Spend it on something you shouldn't have done. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna. Um... Worry, I'll invest this for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just gonna. Yeah, you're just gonna spend it on propping up the capitalist system. Yeah. Whereas I, Aidan O'Betton, am an anarchist, so I'm gonna spend it on balaclavas and bricks to throw at shops, rather than say, so use the money to provide uh, community health care. In any particular cause that you're throwing those bricks through those windows? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, what you just, got, what you got for really. the crack. Yeah, for the, <laughs> yeah, just for the crack. Uh, figurative and literal. Yep, figurative and literal. Um, uh, Extinction Rebellion, let's just say that. Um, yeah. Just... Yeah. Um, Ukraine, doing it for that. Because um, well, they're not drapes. pro-Russia enough for your taste. And not pro-Russia enough, no. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, they've, they've gone out there, they've had a perfectly democratic um, referendum. Yeah. They want to become part of Russia, the That's motherland. And, and then they're blowing up bridges. I mean... Yeah, I know. Absolute... Bridges that were, just, that were just bringing them in some nice, fresh petrol. Yeah. A nice little gesture, and they go and blow the bridge up. Like they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. Just some nice, fresh petrol. Just going to go out with some tanks and just even the ground out a little bit. Nice and smooth. Yeah. Get rid of the, all the potholes. Get rid of all those horrible Soviet buildings by blowing them up so you can put up some uh, nice Rococo stuff. Well, I mean... You know, people population are growth's gotten out of hand, Chris. They're well, just trying to, you know. I just think that a lot of the people um, in Russia are nimbies and they don't like progress. I think that's what it's about, really. And so, yeah, I threw, some, I threw a brick through a news agent's window and stole 400 packs of fags to um, to support support Russia, support the, support the annexation of the Donbass. <laughs> well, that's a compelling political statement. Thanks very much. Uh, so, Neil, um, I'm going to call you Neil. I hope you don't mind. No, no, that's fine. It's be less confusing all around, I think. Uh, so we're going to, even though we failed at the first huddle, we're going we're to keep it light for the rest of the series because we have been, unfortunately, dragged into talking about, because our country's a mess at the moment um, and it's quite frustrating, um, but we're just going to keep it, we're going to keep it on topic. We're going to yeah. keep... We're going to keep Hopefully it. Hopefully, by the time we release a lot of these episodes, it'll all be much, much better or much, much worse. Underwater. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You, can, you know, you can't, you can't keep thinking about it. Yeah, let's... Um... So we're going to keep it on topic, on legend, on monster, I mean, on brand. We'll, we'll try. We'll try. Okay, so... What are we talking about, honey bun? We're talking about the legend of the bunny man. Oh, so I was quite lucky that I said honey bun. Yeah. Nice. It's all coming together. It's good, isn't it? It's, good. Uh, it's lovely when those things happen. Serendipity for you in action there, listeners. Okay, so we're going to... <laughs> I'm just trying to look actually what this... Um, 
I think it's called The Connection. Um, so connectionnewspapers.com. Is that some kind of book where you wish really hard that something will happen and it happens? I know I'm thinking of The Secret. Yes. Yeah, no, we talked about that previous episode, didn't we? Um, I don't think we have, thankfully. We've, we've, men- we've all got a full one, but we mentioned it because it's, I think it's one of Noel Eben's more curious beliefs. Um, this is the one where, you know, if you if you wish hard enough or you envisage something hard enough, you it'll come true in your life. It does. It? Yeah. Not not. I don't know that they're affiliated. I don't know that they're not. Right. Um, so you've immediately thrown us off course, Chris. So it could be... Lengthy and try about staying on track. Noel Edmonds could be like the leader of the Moonies, who they own the Washington Post or something, don't they? Or... Is that so? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievably, okay. yeah. They bought, bought one of the big Washington newspapers... To just put, pro, I guess, pro Mooney stuff in it. Well, well, I would hope. I would hope. I have to go and have a look at that. Now, I don't know. They, they have the banner. They've got like a red thing out. This is the connection to your community. But I think it's. Well, I think red it's like sounds, sounds a bit commie to me. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, Mind you, the sun's got a red tag. Everyone, everyone guard, guard up everyone. It's not exactly left wing. <laughs> so who knows? I think it's just it's the. Uh, Maybe it's just red for the blood of look, the community. Let's not. That's just where it is. So, all right. Title: Legend lives on at Bunnyman Bridge. <laughs> it's not inherently ridiculous, Chris. Stop. It's not at all. No, it's, it's terrifying. It's spooky. Spook, yeah. It's spook. My bay thinks it's spooky. You'll be shitting your pants by the time I get to the third paragraph. Yeah, but I'm related. I'm related. That's just because of the horrific diarrhea that you've got. Yeah. Okay, on Halloween night... Just because I ate chicken s- out the bin. Yeah. <laughs> just because you, you bought chicken from a gentleman prowling around the pavement selling that to you. Just because I stole some chicken from a news agent with the fags. From Iceland's and then for a few weeks. Well... Yeah. Well, who wouldn't, you know? It's hey, tough times, man. Tough times. Might have some tapeworms in it, but... <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, Tapeworm's got to live as well. Exactly. I'm, I'm becoming a biosphere. I'm more becoming a one-man biosphere. Yeah. You like that dome down in Cornwall? Yes, I, uh, yes, I, I call my guts the Eden Project. Yes. <laughs> right on Halloween night, oh a loop. Scariest <laughs> night. It is. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's where where you know the walls are thin. Sour reality, yeah. and yes, yeah, so the, the feast of sour. Neil, it's when the veil slips. Yes, the veil slips, and the dead can come through. We'll get we'll get into that more on our uh, Halloween app. Yeah, watch out for that, listeners. Soon, isn't it? So, very soon. Yeah, as of, as of when this. Well, actually, I'm not sure when this is going to go. I'll see my about afterwards. Have you got your? Have you got your set? So a bit of a roulette. Um, have you got your um, spin of the wheel with these spin comments? Have you got your uh, sexy outfit ready for Halloween? No, we'll get into that in the Halloween app, though, Chris. Right. As we speak, I don't know when this is going to go out. Sexy Harley Quinn. Two or three. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I'm not told you. Before, I'm right, it's you a surprise. Tell me what my Halloween nan- outfit is going to be. Find out on the Halloween app. Okay. Um, so what Halloween night? I'm, sa- I'm salivating thinking of. Yeah, I know you like Pavlov's <laughs> dog. Every time, every time I mention my, it's Halloween now. I didn't have to talk about my Halloween costume. It's just metric fucking all, all the probes in my head start lighting up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Halloween night, bunny brunch. Halloween night, Revers sought out a local legend with as many twists as curvy Fairfax Station Road itself. Mm. Only passage to a railway underpass loosely named Bunnyman Bridge. Bunnyman Bridge. 
So Fairfax County Police Barricade blocked the Colchester Road segment off of Fairfax Station Road on Friday, October 31st, in an attempt to protect area residents from Halloween revellers seeking a paranormal experience at the Bunnyman Bridge. Technically, revellers were allowed to walk down to the bridge. The police wouldn't let anyone to park cars, wouldn't allow anyone to park cars on the roadside anywhere in the area. This is another one of those situations where, you know... And unfortunately, the Brave Boys and Blues hands are tied by technicality. Illegally allowed to walk along the roads, but they can, you know, there's nothing they can do about it. They're just trying to protect. Otherwise, there'd be a hail of bullets coming in your direction. <laughs> Sadly, those punk lawyers <laughs> suddenly the tied their hands. Southern Poverty Law Centre. God knows what kind of jaywalking and things oh, are going on. God. Oh, you. Ah, get a SWAT team. SWAT loony left. It's anarchists that do what they like. The Woodbridge resident, Matt McAdams, arrived with a car full of revellers that wanted to see the bridge. I mean, that's a, that's oh. a slow night, isn't it? Yeah. Do I come see the bridge? Because Halloween's a big, like, Halloween's not really that big of a thing in, no. in the UK. Um, I mean, when I was growing up, we didn't even really do trick-or-treating. I think there was a few kids we did. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, but I think I get the impression it's pretty huge. It's you know, big in America, in America. Yeah. yeah. It's like a big party night. Driven, driven by Hallmark, probably. All those Halloween cards. Hey, any excuse for a booze and a, you know, dressing up, spare days. Bit of fun, isn't it? Not really. You're not into that, Chris? Not when the veils slip. That's when you want the kids indoors. Oh, no, okay. yeah, no. Well, it, yeah, because it's kind of like, I suppose it's a mixture. It's like a kid's... I mean, it has become much bigger now for sort of trick-or-treating, like kids' holidays and stuff. But, um, well, yeah, they go out and do the trick-or-treating thing. It wasn't a thing when I was when I was. They did it around the estate where I was living. People would trick-or-treat. I mean, it could just... I don't know. Like, I think in on estates and stuff, people do it. But I guess it's just, I think it's local to whatever area. Yeah. But yeah, they did trick-or-treating when I was a kid. I'm not sure I went trick-or-treating because, to be honest, you didn't really want to knock on a lot of those people's doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, just let the dog on you. Yeah. <laughs> what did we get up to? Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, it's a car full of revelers wanted to see the bridge. So he'd heard about the bridge on a television special highlighting 10 of the scariest places in Fairfax. Ooh. Um, how they? Mayor's Basement was number one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what's happened down there. Oh, dear. Uh, I don't know anything about the mayor of Fairfax. No, he's got, got a rat boy. He could have. Well, like the South End. Yeah, exactly. Know. You know, this is what happens. People in high places. Uh-huh. So. Their personalities are genetically passed into the physical manifestation of the children. Yep. That's how, that's how it works. That's how it works. So the show had said that 21 people had been killed near the bridge, according to McAdams. Yeah, let's go there. Two, <laughs> yeah, two girls in the car were disappointed. This is, again, this, this brings us on. I mean, we've said this before. We'll say it again. What is the best that you're hoping to happen? I mean, it's not like the Pope Lick Bridge where people were literally dying to try and hang around this area. I mean, literally, it was just like a bridge where people were getting mowed down by trains. Very stupid. So this is just a, well, it's a bridge on a road, though. I, mean, I can't imagine it's a very busy area. You sort it's of look it up, right. it looks... Yeah, you'd probably be fine. Well, the it's, thing um, is, it's, it's that... But, you know, you're like, either going to see nothing or you're going to, you know, people like, see a serial killer. People like 
scaring themselves. So you you know that kind of yeah. thing where they would have been going ooh, ooh, to each other and getting themselves all scared and going, Oh, what's that? Ah. You know, it was kind of like yeah. a bit of fun. I don't think they Hey, let's go and see the Bunny Man Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty one people got killed there. Chat. Then we can get to their base. What's the matter, Chuck? Let's go and see Bunny Man Bridge. Hey Chip, come on. <laughs> so you know, we've learned everything we know about America from uh What's it? Safe by the bell. Safe by the bell, yeah. Any of the above. Uh, that locker. Uh, yeah. yeah. A Serbian film. No, I don't know. I've never even seen that. They were... Did you see Bang Bang? Yeah. How they all learn about Britain. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's an extremely accurate profile written by uh, the Bond author, wasn't it? Was it Fleming? Yeah, Ian Fleming, yeah. That it was, um, it's very much like the uh, book, the... Chrysanthemum and the Swords, which was awesome. which was written to explain Japanese culture to um, to sort of people going to America to help rebuild it after the Second World War. The the book which they wrote about Britain was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Bang. Yep. <laughs> to explain British culture. Yeah, it didn't, you know. Let's face it; it's, it's completely impenetrable even to people who live here. Yeah. So we, we don't we don't even know why we do what we do. No, it's just yeah. fumbling around yeah. in the dark, isn't it? Yeah. Two thousand years of history, Chris. Can't, can't argue with there's that. There's a lot. There's a lot to get your head around. There's a lot yeah. to get your head around. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, interestingly, two thousand years of history, Friends and um, during that time, constant uh, immigration into the country. So many different cultures. Yeah. So it's a complicated puzzle. It's like you know an old well, man living in a house. I, just, I think Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang Bang does the best job of any of explaining British it culture. Does, it does. I tell you, what, you should have mixed the two up because uh, I don't think James Bond would have had any time for that child catcher. That would have that would have come to a swift conclusion. That part. I don't know. I think that they're probably kindred. Wolf of PPK to the back of I the think head. they're probably slightly kindred spirits, if I'm honest. Twenty-one people killed near the bridge. Girls in the car are disappointed. They're always hung from the bridge. McAdam said of the bodies. Mm. I wanted to see the bunny man. He said before driving away. <laughs> I wanted to see the bunny. I wanted to see the bunny man. <laughs> He wasn't too bothered about seeing corpses, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> I wanted to see the oh, I wanted to see the bunny man. Dude. So one version of the story dates back to nineteen oh four. Pre-war. According to historian archivist Brian Connolly of the Virginia Room in the Fairfax County Library, City Fairfax. For more than ten years he researched the bunny man and sorted out the law. Now, here is somebody who doesn't have a lot of We've got a lot of time on yeah. our hands. To is he getting paid to do that? Do I think he was probably independent. He was, he, he was probably an inheritance guy. <laughs> yeah, he's you know like feeding uh, Waller Bridges. Yeah, you're getting a, a decade of research into Bunny Man law. That's uh, that's a good yeah, I know, but but you don't. But it doesn't have to be your full time job. No, it's true. You could go and have a look like once a month or like whatever, and go. Yeah, I've been looking at it for ten years. It doesn't have to be a full time. This is true. This is true. Um, so, one story involves a prison bus that broke down in the woods of Fairfax Station. Convicts escaped the wreckage, fleeing into the night. Mm-hmm. Most were caught, except two John Bunny and Philip Mann. Yeah. No, that's Marcus A. Wolster and Douglas J. Griffin, who remained at large. 
A search through the woods turned up half-eaten, dismembered rabbits that finally read to Wolster's body by the Fairfax Station Bridge. From then on, Griffin was known as the Bunny Man. They've been eating rabbits to survive. Yeah. So it's another um, it's another escaped asylum inmate's story. Yeah, that's um well-trodden path. Yes. I imagine... Uh, What's his face has probably made a few. But to be fair, the asylums it's, the asylums in those days would have been filled with people who we wouldn't necessarily consider um, neurodivergent well, yeah. these days. If you if you if you were yeah. if you're not a zero on the Kinsey scale <laughs> or one of the wherever one or whichever wherever it starts, then yeah. uh, yes, you, you're one of those. Or you know, if you were gay or, or well, exactly, or, 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 or if you're brown, you're probably brown yeah. means you're insane. If you're a woman who wanted to vote. Yeah, that's Lock obviously some form of hysteria, isn't it? Yeah, so, vapors. Yeah. I do declare. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So other versions of the law include children hanging from the bridge, mm. a hobo dressed like a bunny, someone dressed in clothes made from rabbit pelts, and a man that lived near the bridge who didn't like children, killing them and hanging them from the bridge. I mean, I, I, it's an extreme reaction. Yeah. I, I, but, you know, gets the job done. Yeah, I, he didn't like children, to put it mildly. <laughs> you, you could say he was averse to them, yeah. He wasn't children's biggest fan. <laughs> so there's, oh, there's yeah. lots of different legends here. So there's either um, mental patient ran out. So only one of them was caught. Uh, so no, they they caught. So there was a bus that crashed, and a load of um, two went. Uh, people escaped, but two two of them. Yeah, Jeeves um, and Worcester. And, Jeez and Worcester um, and, and John Griffins, yeah, Douglas Griffin and Marcus J. Worcester or Wolster, um, yeah, they they escaped and remained at large, and then he killed him. Let's say he ate him. Oh, what one killed the other? One killed the other. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, and then hung his <laughs> no body on the bridge. No, or the criminally insane, or just insane. I think it was probably the Joker. <laughs> uh, probably. Have you seen that no. Batman movie where he shoots all of his colleagues in that bank robbery at the start? Is, he play, is it Jack Nicholson one? No, what's the one the, 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 that's it, he fled you on? I think I've, I've seen it, but, but I have no memories of it. <laughs> that, that opening was quite good, actually. I think it was in the trailer or something. Basically, they do a bank robbery oh. of a mafia bank and he kills all of his um, co-conspirators. Yeah. yeah, it's quite well filmed. I think I don't think it's a one-shot, but I think it's... Anyway. Oh, it's no old boy. Yeah, uh, well, very little is Chris, uh-huh. as we know. It's a new film out by uh, Park um, Chan Wood. Is it? Apparently. Yeah. That'll be harrowing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, it looks a bit like the 39 Steps because it's got a guy handcuffed to a lady and they're sort of walking in a field or something. I've just seen a, a sort of photo of it, but yeah, it's it'll uh, be an emotionally bruising ride. I don't know, some of his films. Lady Vengeance was quite um, quite nice at the end. What, when? Because she did not choose the path of vengeance for us. Parents did though. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. They kill the te- the nonce teacher. They all take tools and all have a go at stabbing and killing him. Oh, it's been a while since <laughs> I've seen it. Anyway, anyway, she has a happy. Yeah, end, apart from that, it's a pretty cheerful film. Yeah, eight out of ten. PG. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to learn what the advice. Be advised. Yeah. Some yeah. some scenes, some viewers may so some younger viewers may find disturbing. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know we've gone. Oh yeah, we've gone through the yeah, all, all the different versions of the law. So, um, yeah, now now there's a few uh, 
few people explaining how they've heard about the, uh, the urban so legend. So at the moment so, we've got the... We've got, we've so we've got escaped a mental patient yeah, or an, or an bloke, escaped bloke meditation. wearing rabbit pelts. Bloke wearing lab, rabbit pelts. Someone who likes to kill children. Or, or, or like they're just being children dead there somehow. Yeah. Um, or just, yeah, just kids like me hang under the bridge. Yeah. All, all, all usually bunny-related. Mm. And a spate of bunnies being killed near the bridge. Yeah, that's a real tragedy. Is it? Is that? That's, yeah. You know, taken from it. I mean, hanging children from the bridge, that's one well, thing, but killing rabbits, that's... You know, the thing is, rabbit, rabbits can't talk back. So... Rabbits don't hang around petrol stations smoking cigarettes and saying annoying things, do they? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not not, not, not I mean, I mean now, you, now you come to think of it, though. It's not going on that, right? Um, so Lee High School junior Megan Thornton heard about the Bunnyman Bridge from her driving instructor during a behind-the-wheel lesson. <laughs> That's what I call a driving lesson. <laughs> Presumably means they work on theory as well. I don't know. Just showing me age there, but I don't think we ever had driving lessons when you weren't behind the wheel. But anyway, the version involved a crazy man that broke out of a mental institution, dressed like a bunny, and killed children. I mean, how yeah, much am I paying? Sorry, how much am I paying an hour for this driving lesson? <laughs> yeah. First, let me talk to you. Let me teach you about the history of cars. <laughs> <laughs> We start out with a horse and yeah. carriage. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes. Imagine. How is this helping? Mesopotamia. 8,000 years ago. <laughs> the wheel is invented. Cover the history of highways. <laughs> You're not going to pass your lessons unless you understand. And if yeah, you're saying should... advanced Newtonian physics. Those who, do, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat the mistakes of the past. Now, I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through in detail every car crash that there's ever been. Oh, we're out of time for today. Twenty-five dollars, thanks. I'm off down the boozer. See you tomorrow. Oh, driving instructor's just a grift, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't need to learn to drive the car. You just get in, and you, yeah, we kind of naturally cool. know how to do it anyway. Just common sense, Chris. All of this red tape, get rid of it. Just let anyone above the age. If your feet can reach down to the pedals, you're old enough. Yeah. Or if to... you're clever enough to, to do a workaround, then you're, you're probably yeah. fine. So Exactly. Yeah. You're just demonstrating your moxie exactly. there. That, yeah, demonstrates to me. There should be no speed limits either. <laughs> why would you have speed limits? Yeah. If you didn't want to get run over, why did you get in front speed of Speed limits are communist. It's just so everyone, so so people don't feel bad about people having better cars. It's just because your car can't go at 200 miles an hour, you think you shouldn't be able to go to a playground at that speed. Restrict my, my freedom. Unbelievable. Yeah. Government yes. overreach. Yes, I do, I do kill an alarming amount of people on a daily basis. But if they'd been in car... The small price to pay for my freedom. But what I would say is if they'd been in cars that were stronger than mine, then, mm. you know, I would have died. It's almost like they wanted to die. <laughs> you know, crying out for death, if you think about it. Oh, what? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so I was willing to comply to their wishes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. You can't, can't, was, uh, you can't do right for doing wrong these days. That's how the General Motors lobbyist <laughs> pitched Trump during his second term. Uh, oi, oi, oi. You're saying oi, oi, oi a lot today. Have you been, have, have you, I don't know have where you been, have you been watching Fiddler on the Roof again? Yeah. <laughs> was, oi, you don't oi, watch oi, it every oi. morning, Chris. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. Um, 
I've never seen Villa on the reef. I, I can, I can picture a gentleman dancing out on the reef with that song, but I don't know if I've actually seen that or I'm just making that up in my head, like one of them AI. Bizarre. <laughs> 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 the version from my warped brain. Um, right, where do we get? The, you remember me from the start? Of this, we just absolutely set ourselves to Right, well, we're gonna we're gonna stay on track. No, I said we weren't gonna talk about politics, and we mainly <laughs> haven't. <laughs> I don't know what we have talked about. Right, um, lots, lot of good stuff, not important stuff. A lot of really important ground, necessary, necessary backgrounds. Prelude to the rest of the episode. Absolutely. You know, if you if you hadn't, you know, taken in all of this, um, you know, you really. It's very much like the version of on computer games where, like, say, Witcher, where like you get books and you can read into lore and stuff. That's kind of what yeah. we, we sort of... It's just adding sort of really un- rich sort of colour really to the story, unnecessary boringness. You can just tear through it and just, you know, yeah, completely the objectives, exactly. but then you just, you're losing all that great narrative thread. I mean, the best thing about the books is that you can sell them. Yeah. Like real books. Do you not, do you not want to know about what the Elven Prince got up to? Not really. thousand years ago. <laughs> Uh, my favourite's when you, they do like the audio logs like on System Shock Two or something, or Bioshock, so you get a bit of like Amdram. Oh, going like those terrible stuff. ones on Arbs Two Player thing on Division. Ah, he's broken into <laughs> them. Oh no! Thing on, thing. on Division Two, those Echo things. Oh God, yeah, those. Uh, are... <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah, Division Two is strange. It's just a lot of weird padding. Cause yeah. It's... You're not really going in for the law, are you? Well, uh, just a bit of shooting. Yeah. Just tell me who to shoot. Yeah. Preferably everyone. <laughs> yeah, boys. Oh, no, crack up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, oh, there he goes again. Oh, he's shot. What are you doing? Hey, hey. Uh, probably not, it's not going to get in my head, and I'm going to do it more. More rather than less. <laughs> right. Hey, hey. <laughs> So she's got a version about the crazy man that broke. So, yeah, if you remember about half an hour back, mm, um, high school junior Megan Thornton was doing some driving instructions on yeah. that thing. Um, and then that was what she heard about a bunny man bridge. Um, the version involved crazy man breaking up a mental institution dressed like a bunny that killed children. Mm. She remembered that particular driving lesson as being spooky. So, for this driving lesson, right. we're going to talk about urban legends and spooky things that have happened. Due to the... Due to... Fifty dollars. The story and the instructor's wandering hands. Oh, you! Oh no! Um, I've been there. She said it was right when the sun was setting. The version of leaf student Courtney Tidwell heard involved children from a broken down school bus around Halloween. They found the bodies turned inside out. Ooh. She said. I think what's happened there is she's watched the predator <laughs> and confused that <laughs> with news events that didn't happen. Possible, isn't it? And that, that's what I'm thinking there. So West Springfield Junior, Ashley Stern, had another version. She knew some people that went to the bridge at midnight. Some guy escaped from jail. He eats bunnies to survive. Fair enough. She said, Ashley's story involves children's bodies hanging from that bridge as well. I heard he hung them up by the intestines, she yeah. said. Would the, intest- would the intestines well, be strong enough to hold up a body? They would. The problem you're going to get is they're probably they're very, very long, I would have thought. So you'd have to be quite yeah. careful. Yeah. yeah. You know, you'd be like bungee jumping. Wee, maybe that's what they're doing. Not, not a lot to do yeah. around there. <laughs> bungee jump using our intestines. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know, that's, that's a free son of extra danger to the proceedings, yeah, isn't it? I reckon. If you try and get ripped out of your abdomen, then, uh, you know, the chances of infection are fairly <laughs> high, I would imagine. <laughs> a scenario like that. A stagnant river. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we cut out all the bits where I don't... I'm going to do an oi-oi-oi mega mix. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> 50th episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> some turned into a turn of the century Adesian. Next week, he's going to suddenly do like fucking full-on Yiddish <laughs> and stuff. Right. Stopping himself. Start speaking in a broken yeah. accent. Right. Where were we? Yeah, intestines by the bridge. A fellow student, Angela Tan, heard about a girl that went exploring by the bridge. I heard this girl went there around Easter. She got freaked out when she saw a bunny. <laughs> well, it's Easter. Yeah, yeah. That's when bunnies walk the earth. That's when the, that's when the bunny whale slips. Yeah, exactly. Feast of Easter. Um, the legend even made its way into the West Springfield High School yearbook one year. Brian Simcox, class of 99, heard about it originally when he was in eighth grade. It was a big page in our yearbook, Simcox said. I think it's a crock. Simcox. Come across our first. Um, good. Yeah, Simcox. S-I-M-C-O-X. Mm. Sounds like a saucy add-on for the Sims computer game. Yes, or a Sims add-on where you get to control yeah. a rainbow. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> one or the other or both oh. or because it's EA and therefore you get really small amounts of stuff for loads of money it's an add-on where you get an extra one type of apple Four ninety nine. well yeah well if you just if you just joined the EA value program at five pound a month then uh, you know, you've got that for free well no you wouldn't have you, you would have you would have got it at a discount a, no you would have got it five percent discount <laughs> So I was thinking about getting like FIFA 23 and then I, oh my God, it's really overpriced. And it was like, oh, well, if you, it's really annoying because if you buy the um, the EA thing, you do get a ju- discount that's big enough to justify it. But I kind of really don't want to. So I'm just going to wait for it to come down in price, I think. I kind of want to get it before the World Cup. But Why? I don't know. <laughs> so I, Just so I can do pretend football. All right. Play the matches. Yeah. If I, if, if the World Cup had been played by me, <laughs> it would have been, very, very would have been a very different outcome. Yeah. Qatar would have been a lot further in the competition, <laughs> rightfully so. Invested a lot of sweat, blood, and tears, especially not their own workers' blood. blood. Of <laughs> right, not their own tears. Yeah. Oh yeah, and other yeah, they imported the tears, obviously, and the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the air conditioning in the stadiums works really well, though. Um, so that's excellent for the environment. <laughs> Screaming at children <laughs> right to the workers. Uh, it really cools you down. Um, Just all the ghosts. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the real plan. All the ghosts. So yeah. killing each stadium kills enough workers that there's always a ghost passing through you <laughs> wherever you are. So it keeps you cool. <laughs> Bring you down a good 20 degrees, which yep. is good in the, in the scorching right. heat of the midday. Yeah, and then someone else, uh, Vanessa Ledger of the area by the bridge, used to go there all the time 
all the time but Halloween, so she didn't didn't turn up there at Halloween apparently. Um, <laughs> every every that was a one day off. <laughs> I think there were less houses back then. It made for a creepier scene. Mm. In the story that Annadale High School junior Katie Stanton heard involved a crazy guy too. His story involved children that taunted him to the point that he killed them. Well, that's a bit much, isn't it? Mm. He was mentally unstable. He would wear the bunny suit. Children would make fun of him. That's, that's all. Like the parents. Okay. She went there and said it was creepy in the dark. Most places are. So the legend's gone on like that through the years. And in 1992, Conley, who take us back to this, this chap who was doing the uh, yeah, recent years. Conley, Virginia, decade. I mean, he's probably been on it about 30 years now, because this would have been back in 2002. Unless he was taken by the money man. Yeah, do you reckon? Well, we don't know, do we? Well, no, because what you do is you'd go and look at his research and then a bit like those, um, those logging games, it'd be like, I am now been researching the bunny man. Oh, no, there's been a look at the door. He's coming for me. Dot, dot. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you just see, like, the pen trail off the page. Yeah. <laughs> a, bit of blood in, a bit of blood in the bottom corner. Really, you know. I'm going to keep this around. <laughs> I'm going to document every second I can. Oh, I can't believe it. His, dress, his eyes are red. And uh, oh, I feel hypnotized. Well, basically, then, at that point, you're just writing it like a fucking Lovecraft book. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the most disgusting, horrific sight. Though they had been there since prime immemorial. They were walking around and I could tell they were reading my mind and they were large triangular shapes and it was walking around. And then I lost my grip on reality and I wish you farewell, Claire. That's kind of Lovecraft, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, I mean to be I mean with Lovecraft, I mean the horror for him was anyone that wasn't white, yeah. you know, high Anglican. Yeah. Upper class. Yeah. He um very like very imaginative and invented that whole genre. His actual writing's pretty shonky. Uh, yeah, I mean he was. It was kind of like the the, the atmosphere is incredibly um, dense. Boring. But, uh, his, yeah, I've not read that much of his stuff to be honest. With you. It's all free, isn't it? He was a deeply unpleasant man. He was. Um, right. So yeah, he he. They start getting a lot of questions about it, so he wanted to put it to bed once and for all, Conley said. He summed it up in an 11-page document. Ten years, Chris. Ten years. Eleven pages. I mean, about a bet. <laughs> I'd take very... my hat off to Mr. Conley. This is... Mind you, as you say... Maybe... <laughs> it, was, it was just, like, full of spelling errors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's knocked out the table before. He's like, I've been, been doing this for 15 years. Like, I can't yeah, even remember. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. paper you've been doing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, no, just, no, no hurry. Send it through tomorrow. Just what? No, 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 you're not finished. Just send it through the draft. <laughs> Fucking it's a quick PowerPoint demonstration. <laughs> it's knocking out at seven o'clock in the morning. Hanging out over day. at night. Yeah. That'll do. Oh, fuck it, that'll do. <laughs> Not I even mean, pulling an all night out. It's like, oh, I mean, don't, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I mean, this doesn't seem like 10 years before. <laughs> what? I mean, you've really summarised <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, most of this stuff kind of we already knew. <laughs> So you've you've just you know you've just given me a load of you know reports from um, local children and just yeah yeah and three three of the uh, three of the pages were just um, <laughs> like Google image maps yeah. of the area. It's a picture of the bridge. <laughs> I think this is cut and paste from a Wikipedia article on bridges. 
And on one page, you actually explain how to play the game Hangman, the word game. Yeah. Three pages that are just pictures of bunnies. Not sure how that ties in. <laughs> no, it's a work in progress. Look, I said draft, I meant draft. Right. I don't really like showing my workings. Okay, then. Here's your next 10 years of funding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in 23. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting a lot more. <laughs> 20, yeah, page, yeah. 20 pages of so. Right, I'm off down to Bullseye. Right, that's my bursary in. <laughs> They've got ten years now. Look, it looks like looks like he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did actually watch the Sting the other day for some bizarre reason. Watch what? That's good fun. You never seen this bit of the Sting? It's Redford and um, oh, the Sting, yeah. Space, yeah. Yeah, the heist. Sure. Yeah, in the bookies. It's a good the bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Right, sums it up in an eleven-page document: the Bunny Man Unmasked, the real life origins of an urban legend. Connolly used old news accounts and police investigative reports <laughs> and Paddy it. Paddy it. <laughs> but nothing remotely related to a bunny until his first solid lead in a collection of stories called the Maryland Folklore Archive. Oh. And it turns out there'd be some truth to this story, Chris. There'd be truth to this story. Oh, a little nugget of truth here. <laughs> Isn't that nice? So, around Halloween... I believe it. Right. Open, open my ears. What truth will be injected into them? Ear my, ears, my ears are open for the truth nuggets. So around Halloween 1970, Fairfax County Police were searching for a man in a white bunny suit who found people on his property and threw a hatchet through their car window in an attempt to scare them off. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that'll work, wouldn't it? Yeah. No one was injured. A few weeks later, the man in the bunny suit re-emerged a few weeks later off Guinea Road on the porch of a new unoccupied house, according to Connie's account. There really was some guy doing strange things in a bunny suit. Wow. So I'm actually going to go through to... Um, there's a paper of the time called... I think it was The Monitor. This is a mm. clipping from... Uh, Named after the lizard. From the Ames Daily Tribute. Bunny man protects territorial imperative. The bunny man first appeared two weeks ago when he smashed the window of a car and told the astonished couple inside they were trespassing. Now the five foot eight man in rabbit trespassing, boy. My property. Now the five foot eight back. Yeah, and he's stealing my axe. Right, get the gun. Go get you, boy. Now the five foot eight man in rabbit's clothing has struck again. A gardener housing project under construction told police he came upon a figure in a white bunny suit with floppy ears, chopping mm. away with a hatchet at a porch post of an unfinished house. When the guard approached, the bunny man said, you're trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. <laughs> the strange figure then turned and hippity hopped up into nearby woods. Police did, he, uh, did he hippity hop? I think that's a little bit of uh, embellishment from our brave reporter there. hate it. He said they have no clues on his identity. So far, all they know is they're searching for a 20-year-old 5'8 rabbit with a hatchet. 20? 20-year-old. He's roughly around 20, they think. Really? That's young, isn't it? Yeah. Has he got his own property at that age? Wow. Was it his own property? Or was it all a dream? Yes. Well, we don't know, do we? No. It sounds like he's um, having a, an, an interesting break with reality. Yes, 
Or he's just having a bit of fun. He's having a bit of fun. He might have done some PCP. We just um, <laughs> all of the above. We don't know. Yeah. Controlled by could, aliens. Could just be stumbled onto social. a ley line. Maybe it was an alien. Yeah. He's an alien coming from a parallel universe. Dressed as a bunny. Just doing a bit of PCP for Halloween like anyone would. In a parallel like a universe, Earth was actually ruled by anthropomorphized yeah. bunnies. Yeah, a bit like so Planet of the Apes, but even more ridiculous. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and decided Oops. to defend some property when he was over there. Yeah, with a, with a space hatchet. You wake up the next morning and go, oh, <laughs> oh what have I, I done? Oh, I did, did I? Oh. Oh, I've thrown that bunny suit away. So, yeah, there was, so genuinely, so there really was. And that was the end of it. Uh, well, they, so actually. Was he never found? He was never captured. So, but there was a spate of other sightings afterwards. So, um, yeah. So, Let's have a look. So yeah, he he attacked. Well, he attacked. He attacked a car, the couple in the car, with an axe, and then they sort yeah. of got away. So this was a, a U.S. Air Force Academy um, cadet called Robert Bennett and his fiance visiting some relatives, selling for a football game, and then he attacked them. Um, said, "You're on private property, and I have your tag number." After throwing the axe through their passenger window. Um, Good throw. Yeah, he's done all right, isn't he? Um, See, this is the thing. People think it's all fun and games, people doing those axe-throwing things where they have a beer and throw axes, but, you know, axes, you know, you, you, shouldn't be tra- you shouldn't be training people to throw axes whilst having a beer. Nope. Shouldn't be doing it, Neil. They shouldn't be doing it at all. It's not axes that break windows, Chris. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's people windows. in bunny suits who yeah. get annoyed about trespassing and what may or may not be their property, depending on which dimension they've come in from. <laughs> it's kind of incredibly convoluted. Um, yeah, the police requested a description of the man. So, funny enough, he thought it was he was wearing a white suit with long bunny ears. But his fiance contested that their assailant didn't have bunny ears on his head, but was wearing lovely a, long hair. <laughs> apparently, a white caparote, which is kind of like that um, Ku Klux Klan hood thing. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Although it's also used apparently in various well, other religious people, ceremonies. People in the, people in the Vatican. No, yeah, apparently it's a Catholic pointed hat of conical form. It is. But you look at the um, picture and that is that screams KKK to me. I don't Yeah. Well, that's where they got it from. I'm sure, yeah. Well, no, where they got it from was A Brave New World or whatever. No, what's the film called? Nation. Oh, Birth, Birth of a Nation. Nation. Well, no, they got it from there, but, that, but the reason why they were dressed like that, the KKK and that, was just a choice by the, by the, whoever the studio prop person was. Oh, really? Catholic people were here. Yeah, so that was beforehand, like that. didn't Because they, no, no, they no. predate that, obviously. But They do, but no, they didn't used to wear stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All of their iconography comes from that fucking book slash film. Well, yeah, it was, well, the fucking film, I mean, nobody read the book, to be fair, apart from D.W. Griffin. He thought, oh, wow, great, let's make a black mm. one. And uh, that pretty much launched the whole modern, because I think the, the, yeah. the historical one was kind of like everything else from the Confederacy. Horrible, it lasted yeah. four years and fucked up. Yeah. It's just all the yeah, all the resurrection, all this cobbler. Anyway, um, it's history not hate now. Four <laughs> years, I've had longer holidays. Not true, but should be. I've had longer illnesses. I've had longer shits. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's, yeah. I've been on a long holiday with you. <laughs> 
Look, it's, it's this toilet slash mobility scooter. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't peep shame. I don't. Hey Neil, I'm not trying to yuck your yum. That's <laughs> <laughs> a do because I enjoy it a little bit. Well, a little bit. I didn't, I didn't have to cycle it back into my mouth. The fact that when you finish, you go sprinting around the flat like a cat does after it's had a shit. <laughs> Running up all the furniture. I didn't have to install the spray valve out the back of it <laughs> to mark my territory. Well. But I did. But, you know, it was uh, it was very good, very good deal on the option. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what they get you, yeah. You know, for an extra... The add-ons, the VAPs, the value-added products. That salesman was awfully convinced that I could make use of it. Yeah, I mean, you bought it online, of course. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, so... the oh, Actually, yeah, no, so, so several newspapers, including the Washington Post, reported on the buddy man. So there was the initial attack. Then there was the, the reappearance of the security guard who got, you know, threatened to have his head chopped off. Um, but then there was a... Multiplying reports. So um, a student at the University of Maryland um, was also looking at this. She submitted a research paper that precisely um, chronicled precisely 54 variations on the two incidents were um, reported in the newspapers. There's quite, quite a few other um, sightings, but not, not don't seem to have been verified anywhere. Um, well, it always seems to happen, doesn't it, that, that everyone sees it? Yes. Yeah, it's a bit like, like a mad, mad gas of Matone, yeah. Suddenly there's a spate, but it didn't seem to have been much more coming after the 70s. Um, so anyway, these legends got connected to that particular bridge going under the railway tracks on Colchester Road. Um, the the 1904 event with the missing kind of like um, people from the asylum was connected mm. to Lawton Prison, but that hadn't actually been built at the time, and there was never an insane asylum in the area. Or so, so, they they would have been dro- so they say. They would have been driving around for ages. Yeah, just waiting for an asylum to be built. I mean, they probably went. Come on, Governor. Probably went crazy on the bus. I got a lorry full of commies. <laughs> a degenerate. Get that asylum built. They should have got them to build their own asylum. That, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of forward thinking. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I can't what's stop it? pointing it out. I can't know. Have you been? Like, have you somehow rewired your brain incorrectly? Probably. By not doing this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone wrong. I'll do another one after this. This isn't gonna, gonna go well. Yeah, it's good to start start picking up verbal ticks in your fucking mid voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got literal uh, documented evidence of my Alzheimer's starting on the podcast. That's good. So That's it can good. become a really sad podcast over time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does slowly become more and more non-verbal. Yeah, and it'll get picked up by the BBC. <laughs> That's worth it in the end. Yeah, for me. Anyway. Not for you, obviously. Yeah. You didn't know what was going on. I got all the money to me. Anyway, um, spooky spot, and then they try and stop people going down there now because the, the local neighbours find it a bit annoying. Um, yeah. The local police officer, Jeff Gossett, he realises the attraction. Jeff Gossett. Yeah, Henry Gossett Jr., or whatever that. Gossett, was it Gossett? Or Gossett, Gossett, Jeff Gossett. Oh, I thought it was Jeff Gossip. No, Gossett. <laughs> Gossett. He's, a, he's a terrible police officer. <laughs> oh, he can't keep his mouth shut. 
This is an urban legend, he said. You'll never guess what I saw the other day. <laughs> You'll never guess who murdered the neighbour. No. You'll never guess who's knocking his wife about. <laughs> You'll never guess who's walking oh. by the intestines from a bridge. <laughs> you never guess who'd be gorging themselves on bunny rabbits again. <laughs> The last island that hasn't been built yet, yeah. Well, escape. Oh, well, well, that's how they escape because it hasn't been built. Yeah. So, you know. They just dropped a, a really, really casual bus driver. Yeah, there you go, over the door. Well, it says it's here on the map. Well, well look, whether they build it or not, it's not my concern. More, more, more my job for <laughs> that. It says, I've got to drop you over the door. I've got to drop you over the I've got another picket. I've got to go and pick Do I look like I build asylums? Do I? Well, let's back chat. I've got a stag do to get down to Fairfax. Do you know how many lunatics I've got to get from place to place today? <laughs> look, look, you lot, get out. Just sit here. It'll be built soon. Right. I've got to get back to the depot. It's my lunch hour. Right, anyway. Uh, Gossett realises the attraction of the tale. This is an urban legend. It's Fairfax County's Blair Witch Project. Mm. As in, there's very little to pad out 90 minutes, but we're, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're somehow managing it. But there you go. That's pretty much it, to be honest with you, Chris. I mean, we'll have a quick look okay. to see. Um, I don't believe it's been on Supernatural, I'm sorry to say. Well, it's in popular culture on Wiki. My, so, I can... so there was a slasher film, uh, Bunny Man, oh, is an exploitation style version of the story. Can you really exploit? I'm just having a look it's very, at the. Um... It's, it's very exploitative of bunny, bunny men in bunny costumes it, culture. Because it used to be like you get. It's very exploitative of furry culture. Does this sort of stuff just end up online these days? You think, or does it go onto like Netflix? Because I'm just well, well, you know, because there was a spate of like you're around the nineties and early aughts, you'd mm-hmm. make like your crappy little movie, and then you'd right. get it onto you know DVD, and then you might make a few quid off of DVD sales. Selling at gun shows, yeah. Down the library, stuff like that. Down, down the market. Yeah. <laughs> Free for a pound. I've, I've got DVDs and I've got Punnets of Strong Face. Bunny Man, love Bunny Man, exploitation style film about. Bunny Man, very psychotic bunny dress fella. Because people must still be making them, but I'm just thinking, where do they distribute yeah. them these days? Three pounds of strawberries and I'll throw a DVD in for free. <laughs> Your kids all like that, darling. <laughs> Good run away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's too scary. Don't worry, princess. Don't worry. It's all, uh, it's all done with ketchup yeah. these days. You know me. I wouldn't put none of that awful nonsense in there. Uh, <laughs> It was apparently there was an Amazon original series called Law, which sounds like an off-brand Supernatural. Oh, based on a podcast oh, of the L-O-R-E. same name. Yes, I've seen some of those. Yeah, uses the Bunny Man legend to introduce a second episode of season one. So there you go. Mm. It's not as good as this. Been in the Chris, I have no idea. I've not American horror anthology television series. There you go. If we if we carry on for another fifty years, Chris, we might end up as an Amazon Prime show. Well, from what I've seen on Amazon, when you when you when you delve into the depths of Amazon Prime, they'll pretty much put anything on. Like if, if you've kind of if you've made it, they'll they'll stick it on. Oh, if you've made it, that's the, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, we we need to, we need the equivalent of vanity publishing. I suppose we can just you know we could always do a try and do an episode and just vanity publish it online. We yeah. just do like a really badly animated, and I mean like literally with a flick book. Just, just, just film that on phone cam. Every phone. Stick that up on TikTok. 
fuck do you yeah, want this free? Don't like it? Fuck off. Not looking for opinions. What you're doing. It's been on the Chris Gethard show on the episode Let's Get Scared. He dresses as the bunny man for the full episode. A non-fiction author called Jenny Cutler-Lopez published a full-length feature in Northern Virginia magazine entitled Long Live the Bunny Man. It's been on Family Guy. Adult Swim broadcast the story of the bunny man as a bump during an episode of Family Guy. Fair enough. Adult Swim, they're crazy. Oh. Yeah, and just, you know, there's isn't, a bunny man brewing in Fairfax. That. And there's another book. And where is Fairfax? That's in... Virginia, I believe. Virginia? Virginia. Oh, the seat of the nation. Have a look. Yes. Yeah. Fairfax Do you know what? <clears throat> Do you know what? We had a listener from Fairfax a couple of weeks back. Did we really? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's not far outside Washington. Well, we hope you're listening to this one, listener. Yeah. You're probably not, let's face it. You probably... I hope your life's improved. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be seen again, I imagine, but... If there's anyone from Fairfax listening, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Right, well, should we go through our scoring system, Neil? Why not? Why not? Why not, eh? It's what the people... Who can stop us, Chris? Like, two Literally no one. Bunny men defacing or and or protecting a property. I'm willing to I'm willing to call him out. We've now. got the law on our side and there's nothing stop, anyone stop, can do about it. Stop me if you can, bunny man. We've got moral force and the law. Yeah. And, and all of God's heavenly All of the gods. All the whole pantheon. Yes. All of them. So Nils penis. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's quite spooky. So it's um it's a it's a sort of bridge in a sort of area that's quite sort of quiet and sort of deserted, um, or it was originally. Um, and you could imagine people. There used to be an underpass back when you, if you you were going on to the Portslade Tesco's via the back path, you yeah. go through this thing, and it's you know they didn't light it up properly at night, so uh, it was always a bit. Why you used to hang around there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, why you used to hang around there, trying easy marks and trying to make some money. Yeah, that was my side hustle back in those days. Um, street dogging. Yeah. Bit of anything, mm-hmm. um, yeah. No, you, you know, you sometimes get these out of the way places that you know, well, isn't it? Isn't it true that anything that is below ground level is technically like international waters? Yeah, yeah, so you can do anything you it's want in the underground. I believe that was the song by the uh, whatever, um, yeah, that girls, girl, allowed. girls allowed. That's it, um, yeah, it was a brave choice to start off with a number one single about snuff films, isn't it? But more power well, to them, I say. Well, you know, that's th- Simon Cowmoose of the times. Yeah, you know, whatever's popular, literally. He, he, he just, can make money out wait, of it, he's got no problem with it. He'd just come back from his hush-hush holiday to the Golden yeah. Triangle along yeah. the Mekong River, and uh, suddenly, what yeah. was that? It's weird, wasn't that? That was, uh, that's what they based their film 8mm on, wasn't it? <laughs> they had to tone it down significantly. <laughs> that was what they uh, based the first series of True Detective on, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah, Simon, Simon Cowell's holiday <laughs> in Laos, in the Mekong River, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Look, until he's just out, asking questions, <laughs> until he's willing to come out and set set some of these questions straight. You know, I mean, we the, can't the burden, say. We don't know. Yeah, burn the proofs on him that he wasn't. <laughs> Simon Cowell doesn't frequent the Mekong River at least three times a year to film snuff movies. <laughs> We don't, you know, 
We'd like to, which, we'd he, like to which, he, which he which he claims uh, inspire him to create pop songs. What, what a wealth of of culture it's funded, though. Hey, Chris. He also gets his um, almost worth gets, it. He also gets his um, cosmetic surgery done there as well by a chimp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think the kind of musical releases that he's like been capable mm. of? It's, it's kind of very much the oral equivalent of a snuff film, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, very much so. I forget we were speaking. <laughs> so um, yeah, so dimly lit pathway. You know, those kind of areas can be really sort of. You know, they get really spooky. And they, I can see. So this one's kind of like had a, a local legend tied into it. Um, and they've obviously come up with all sorts of things. So yeah, I think you know people being hung while well, intestines, or you know kids being hung. It's a bit kind of. Um, you know, Grand Hignon or whatever, but it's um, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but it's you know, it's all a bit um over the top, but uh, you know, it's quite it's quite spooky. I'm going to give this a seven. Seven, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've not seen the bridge. I mean, I don't. Fairfax County looks fairly well populated, so I don't think it's country countryside. No, um, no, no, but this particular, but I think like dark. Like you see this yeah. one bridge. I think you know it'd just be like a you know just a road in between. But it doesn't sound like a particularly spooky area to me, anyway. But um, yeah, well, there's a local uh, asylum that doesn't exist. Oh yeah, the vanishing asylum. The, the one yeah. thing more terrifying than the local asylum is the local asylum that doesn't exist, as we all know. Um. But yeah, I mean, so if someone in a bunny costume threw an axe at my car, I think I'd find that quite spooky. Yeah. Um, if not a little annoying. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, the, the targeting of children and um, the rabbits getting eaten. I don't like that. Like, imagine walking in the woods and seeing like loads of rabbits all killed up. Uh, so I'm going to give it a six. So, believability. So, there's nothing really supernatural here. It's always hobo or angry roll doll who hates kids. Yeah. That kind of thing. He went to live in Fairfax, Virginia, didn't he, I believe? He did for a few years. Yeah, Yeah, early 70s. He lived in in East London in the late 19th century, (laughs) didn't he? I believe so, yeah. Interesting. That's when he wrote George's Marvelous Medicine. Um, Interesting. So uh, he lived but, in but, Germany in the late thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but he might have done. Yeah, he lived in Alabama in the eighteen thirties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. weird. Candy Town, I that was good. Um, yeah, so believability. Uh, so none of it's supernatural. I don't think kids have been hung up and stuff particularly because I would have thought there'd be might more, have made more, the newspapers. Might have made newspapers. <laughs> yeah. But um but the thing is there was a bloke in a bunny outfit apparently reported who's actually done some weird shit. So believability, um I'm gonna give it a eight. Yeah. yeah, probably fairly similar in that you know we've definitely got some substantiated um sightings of our bunny man. There's a couple of actual reports that ended up in the newspapers and all the rest of it. Um obviously that's sort of spawned a you know much greater um degree of other things but as you say there's nothing here that's sort of supernatural um so yeah gonna be a seven from me seven okay and narrative premise neil et, et yeah i think this is this one isn't too bad actually because um there's not loads there but there's a good there's a good grounding because like what's his, what's the guy's motivation so you've got basically a serial killer who likes doing it dressed as a rabbit it's furry. rabbits i mean you've got a bit of like a you know 
a Batman villain vibe going on here. Mm. I think, you know, I think you can, or you could, you know, you could go a bit more intellectual and turn it into something like, you know, I don't know, his, his uh, father. Donnie Darko. Yeah, exactly. You got your Donnie Darko <laughs> sort of thing or something like that. So yeah, you know, you could, you could take it in a number of different directions. You could go quite, um, comic book or you could, you know, you could go a bit more, uh, you know, arty farty if you wanted to. So, uh, yeah. Manga. I can... Anime. Yep. Do that. Uh, you could do, yeah, theatre. Kabuki, kabuki theatre. Like Japanese play. Yeah. You could do, uh, like a ring cycle by Wagner. Mm. About, you know, <laughs> any other albums you want to Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shadow plays, shadow puppets, up yeah. a tree. Um, mm-hmm. That thing where they use loads of drones to make a dragon in the sky. Yes. You can do that. The newest of art forms. All podcast. The, the best podcast. of all of the art. <laughs> the most arty. Yeah. Oh, the most direct of the art forms. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. I don't know. But it's got a good narrative premise. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. No. I, th- I think there's a there's a fair old um there's there's good foundations to build something on. I think um you know uh, so but but not not loads and loads of backgrounds. But um as and as you can tell from all of the sort of like um things that people have been making up. So I'm going to give it a seven again. Hit seven. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of space around it, but um, there's lots of different narratives and. And premises which have kind of come up. Um, I mean, none of them are particularly rich or deep, I wouldn't say. They're kind of pretty boilerplate. Mm. So um, it's probably a bit less for me. But yeah, um, I don't know really. Is it is it good? I mean, yeah, there's the whole cosplaying part of it. So that's nice. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a five. And you can't give me character depth, everyone. Give him a mm. kink. That's sure, a exactly shortcut to depth. Well, that's what they always Dress do. Dress him up I'm, like a rabbit. I've noticed that. rabbit. Even on really good sort of TV shows, like they, I hate it that they always add like, oh, and they've got this one particular thing to try and add, like in um, Burn Notice, which I really like. Mm. They have to have the thing that he really likes yogurt. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, that was just a hilarious thing that grew organically, Chris. Because they all love yogurt, and they're just like, "What if we had yogurt in the fridge one day?" <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like that kind of yeah. stuff, or like people who, when describing themselves, has like coffee lover. Like, well, my wife's sorry. a golf widow. <laughs> <laughs> Guy clubbed her to death with a yeah. golf club. No, no, literally, yeah. Mm. Right, um, right, reach. So it seems like it's. Uh, got a fairly good reach, well, definitely in the area, but it seems like it's known nationally in America. I don't know if it's internationally known particularly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, seem, it seems reasonable, so I'm going to give it, a, I think, a five for that as well because it's fairly new. Yeah, I'll go slightly lower on reach because I think it's probably not that well-known outside of this. I mean, as with all of these things, because of the internet, you know, stuff gets spread around now. Fucking uh, internet. But it's not really. I mean, there's no episode of Supernatural, which is a, a red flag for me on Reach. It has inspired a few bits and pieces, um, and people link it to Donnie Darko, but there's no real reason to believe there's any relation. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. Okay, and that gives us an overall score of. I think I've done this right. 
49. Which is actually pretty high. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Just seeing there's a rock opera about it as well, Chris. There you go. I don't know why that's not putting the car. What? Why is that the last thing I'm hearing? <laughs> it dropped the lead there. Oh, my God. Well, I should go and explore that more. and I'll, I'll get Yeah, well, more, more of this in the next series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> series four is just going to be about the Bunnyman rock opera. It's just going to be a rock. We're just going to perform rock opera. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, uh, you know, if you do enjoy dressing as an animal for your own for your own pleasure, um, that's fine. Like, there's no need to chuck axes through people's windows. Just, mm. uh, just enjoy yourself, you know, as long as everyone's consenting. You know, don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, I think that's the message I'm going to leave us with this week. We'll be back next week at uh, 8pm Thursday, Tokyo time. And uh, apart from that, see you later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.